Brisbane. And so it's time now for our first band, who are the other one from the Pet Shop Boys, the other one from Erasure, the fat bloke who used to be in Tossel, and that bloke with the funny moustache off of Sparks. G'day listeners, you're tuned to Soundwaves. Tales from the Shack. Shack, Shack, Shack. Is it part three? Is it part two? I don't know what's, what what part it is, but um, uh, Daza, hello. Hello again. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's 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 two times in one week, and last time, yeah, I, I, like I just like I just said um, in the pre whatever conversation. Yeah, I can't remember mm. much of it, but um, it must have been good or bad. That, that's a good thing it's about good. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Can I give a massive shout out to uh, Paulie Matt Warshaw? Uh, you know, uh, and, and Paulie, I, I think he's a listener. I, I guess he's a listener. Oh, um, he is. Is it a he? I don't know. It could be. Oh, who knows? Yeah, well, who knows? Is, is he or she? I'm a really fucking, I'm an asshole when it comes to Instagram, uh, particularly my own. Um <laughs> But he did a really good one this week about Andy Irons. I can't remember what it was. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. What was it, Andy? Uh, yeah. I mean, my favourite one of his was uh, George Bino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you good. see that? Yeah, I did. I did, I did. The cross, uh, that was my, I think that was my all-time favourite so far. He 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 said he sent Andy message. Einstein. That's right. Uh, yeah, that, that was my all-time favorite. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you, Paulie. You you did you did fucking well. But he sent a he he sent me a DM. Is that what they're called? Um, I think today, so. Yeah. He sent me a DM and it, and and he said, and maybe it, it must be my my cerebral cortex has completely been fucked, but. A Danzig of Wolves question mark. Oh wow. He has been listening. Mm. I like yeah. that. I know. And, um, and and it's funny because because uh Paulie, thank you very much. I spent the whole afternoon trimming a hedge and listening to Danzig, thanks to you. And fuck man. <laughs> what the edge yeah. look like? Uh, it looks like absolute shit. <laughs> But it, it was funny. It like the, one the, neighbor, the, the neighbor must have really been. The neighbor's a bit, little bit. She's a little bit banjo. Um, I do live okay. in a very small village in Iberia. She's a little bit banjo. Um, and she must have been a little bit freaked because I was literally. I had. I got. I got a pair of decent um, Bluetooth uh, headphones on, and I was. Fucking attacking that fucking head to listen to dancing. <laughs> was good yeah wow the ultimate thing this week um well this week between our last two 
one, two podcasts uh, that haven't been released. Um, Scott Bass on another podcast compared a surfer oh. to a musician and it was just, it was like the, the most serendipitous beauty. I actually put it on, on my Insta shit today. Well, we, we could put that little soundbite in too. Matt Miola surfs like he's in the pit at a Dead Kennedys concert, you know, and he's just <laughs> getting slammed around. Well, that, that, that it, it's, it's crazy how the universe works because, yeah, we are talking, I think we're still talking super groups. Uh, and so what, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so basically, Scott Bass compared the surfing of. Now you're going to have to help me out with this guy's Matt name. Matt Miola. Matt Miola, because I'm not super familiar with uh, the dude. He's like a, he's like one of these Maui whiz kids who, but but not off the off the. He's not a. He, he's like a. He's a lone ranger. Right. But he's a flip, yeah. He's a he's a flip. Oh, master. he flips. Yeah. He's he, flip, yeah he flips, okay. He flips. Yeah, he's a flipper. Um. So he compared his surfing to. Being in the mosh pit of a Dead Kennedys concert, <laughs> yes, which no is pretty man. awesome. Which is, which I thought was amazing because one of my super groups I was going to talk about, and um, I, I don't know if you can call two people a super group, but I don't know if you, of course you can. Okay, well, I was going to talk about Lard, one of Ooh, my favorite sort of. Nice. Um, Nice. So you got you got Jello Biafra from the Dead Kennedys with uh, Al Jorgensen from Ministry, and ah, uh, oh, I used to love them. I, I must admit they're probably a bit too. I don't know. Me in my old age, I just can't handle that intensity anymore. Oh, but no, uh, I, can, I can, mate, I can enhance. I can. Isn't it, can, can I can I just interrupt rudely as I always do? Um, go for it. I was listening to fucking Danzig all afternoon, and yeah. um. You just blew my fucking brain because I should have been listening to fucking ministry. Man, oh, yeah. ministry. What <laughs> the fuck? How good, how amazing were ministry? Like, wow. And yeah. how amazing that there's a nominative determinalism in lard because jello has to have <laughs> something to Jello has to have something to do with lard, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but um, I just, uh, yeah, well, anyway, I don't know what else to say about lard, but but uh, have a listen if you haven't. The Power of Lard was is a song I heard on the radio. <laughs> you ever hear about the guy in New York whose dick fell off in the bath after he shot it full of coke? It's okay to run out of butter in Zambia, just smear squash caterpillars on your toast.
Did we um did we get up to the Grand Funk Railroad or have we passed that? No. We were talking former uh for my favorite surf group um or super surf group or surf team. We're definitely inspired by reactionary movements like post-punk where punk was getting too cliche and started adding depth and layers and abstraction to punk rock. I guess there's maybe a parallel there with former where we were seeing the brands within surf and skate maybe uh, lacking creativity and I think we saw an opportunity to just create something different. And um, yeah, but uh, I, I think I'd said most of what I wanted to say, but except their latest video. So we've got former Craig Ando, a, a lot of goofies, Benny Howard riding the LSDs. Yeah. Shout out to Lukey. Uh, Kato Ohashi, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, Japanese free surfer, also a goofy, loving that. And a guy called Andrew Doheny, I don't know. Much yeah, about. Droid. Right. Yeah, and and the heard, comments. Have you, have you heard of Droid? No. So Andrew Doheny, I think, is the is the correct pronunciation. Thank you. He He's like a fucking free surfer shaper. And he shapes the ugliest boards you've ever seen in your life. They're like, it's like ah. neutrons. It's like fucking <laughs> neutrons. But he rips the bag with these neutrons. They are. Right. Ugly. And, he, and uh, he does, his hairstyle's a little bit more uh, with it than Rick Smith, but the boards, mm, you know, they're kind of not so. up there. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, there you go. I shaped my first surfboard when I was like 16 years old, <clears throat> maybe 15, but I think 16. And uh, I had a blank and I went to the kitchen, got some kitchen tools, and started shaping it with a cheese grater. But like day two, I got some other tools because cheese grater wasn't really cutting it but but one of the songs in their latest movie uh system is yours uh which is worth having a look at uh it's got psychedelic furs um my way is it no it's actually a song i've never heard before i'm assuming it's kind of early psychedelic furs because uh it's got a bit more of a rawer sound if that's Mm. possible um from psychedelic furs it's called dumb waiters it's called dumb waiters Ah. Nice, mm, nice. Yeah. So, uh, um, pardon my complete ignorance and uh, alcoholism, but did we talk about how beautiful the lead singer of Psychedelic Furs is? Was no, no. And, he, and how he is was the spitting image of. It's like a David Bowie replica. Oh, really? No. Mm, yeah. Okay. You know those. Cool. It's like that kind of. You know how Bowie at at. at at one, you know, he could at the same time be a skeletal kind of smackhead, but also the most beautiful human on the on mm. the planet. Yeah, he's a chameleon. Was a chameleon completely. And um, Matey from the psychedelic furs was like little Bowie, little <laughs> proto Bowie. Proto Bowie, exactly. Give me all your paper, mom. 
surfing today what yes it's a miracle uh was it? it was pretty um it was, it was pretty cool actually i went out with uh went out with the old old mate andreas from Colm. uh we oh, were both on our we were both on our um old men um mid-lengths and uh it was it was mighty fun yeah wow well oh, um Surfing. Uh, you, know, you, you know you can surfing surf. Is... You can fucking surf. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a surf a couple of days ago too. Uh, on mm. my own, out at the south end of the local. And hell? you know how sometimes you get these banks that just are they're kind of way out the back and they yeah. just break and then there's just a big hole after it. So they're, they're kind of not even worth surfing normally. But I went out on a, on my big board, on my gun, even though it was only about four foot, just because I was feeling lazy and I hadn't surfed for six weeks. And yeah. it was the funnest surf I've had in a long time. Yeah, just getting these little wedgy peaks. And I, and I think I realised that giving up and just surfing. <laughs> giving, up, giving up on performance. It, yeah. It's the only way up. to go. As uh, um, give it away, give it up. Whatever now, I'm doing it. It's liberating. <laughs> well, do you think that um, Anthony Kiedis can fucking hit 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 a fucking off the lip or not? I don't know. He can look a little bit like Jerry Lopez with a with a moustache, but um, <laughs> who knows? I think I think, he, um, I, think he, I think he gave it away. Give it away. Give it away now. A long know. time ago. Yeah, ninety-one. Mm. Um. So. Where were we? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, no. Um, so I went surfing. That was fun. Um, it kind of, you know, I guess it's mm-hmm. kind of connected to what we do. Um, but the good news is that when you don't surf, you can listen to more music. Ah, it's, it's like a. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, I've got a. I've got a. Yin and a yang. Philos- <laughs> uh, yeah, or just yang and yang. <laughs> yang yang. Yin yin and yin. I'm not sure. Which one would you prefer surf to be the yin or the yang? Oh, yeah. It's like a mm. chicken and egg thing. Yeah. Well, would you prefer surf to be the chicken or the egg? <laughs> it's a chicken egg situation. What do you mean? What's he, what's he mean, chicken? Well, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? That's oh, irrelevant. Causality. Stupid. The chicken, obviously. Oh, well, where did the chicken come from? Well, it came from the. Ah, you see the egg. You're the egg. You're a bad egg, all right? You derailed this meeting with another obscure comment. Well, speaking of chickens and eggs, um, just to get totally off, off, uh, sort of off topic, I I love a good, um, what does Chaz Smith or or those guys call it? Like a a blood feud. I love a good blood feud. Um, And there seems to be one brewing uh, in the surf shaping world with uh Oof. so um 
Jimmy Banks, who we talked about before, Absolutely. has come out on, on the gram saying uh, he's got a new design out. And so he's got a picture of this thing that, to me, just looks like a double concave. And, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's got a picture of it from the back so you can see the concave. And he's, he says, the future form is not a double concave, nor is it a concave V. As you can see very clearly here, a classic slightly rolled V rises up out of the concave so that the stringer sits higher than the rails. And then he goes, blah, blah, blah. And it's like all this sort of just the, the, the stringer on the top of the board. I suppose, no, on the bottom. So I'm, oh, and oh, I don't know. Yeah. Wouldn't you say if it was if it, then wouldn't you say it then sits lower than the rails? I don't know. <laughs> right. I yeah. I I was confused at uh, the future, but basically, if you look at the the bottom shape uh, or the contour, as you say, it looks like a double concave to me. Anyway, in the comments section, <laughs> the first comment that comes up is from the Bonza team, Bonza Front. Go so that's boys. Uh, go the boys. That's Duncan Campbell. And if you look at any of his bottom shapes from Maybe. 50 years ago, look exactly Which the same. He completely invented. His comment is just, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I think that um, uh, Jim may have either taken a heavy wipeout at outside corner or done a couple of dodgy mushies. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, and then so his um, Bonza front did a post with the ever so similar um, Bonza sort of bottom shape with quite a, uh, I would say a trippy response um, uh, to the Jim Banks sort of post, and uh, Jim Banks has replied, re-replied. He said, "I've been looking at surfing." Uh, bonza bottoms looking and surfing at bonza bottoms for almost 50 years and they're kind of similar in the same way you could say that a cow looks like a horse <laughs> it says looks like wow. go looks like and goes like are two very different things so and then can, bonza, I, uh, oh, can, can yeah. I can I can I just say that I unfortunately in my uh gardening and hedge trimming lifestyle mm. listen to a lot of podcasts and no podcast that i've ever listened to goes into blood feuds between the uh, the fucking um campbell brothers and jim banks so uh, where, especially where, over, especially over no you mate you you've done you have researched the fuck out of this and especially <laughs> in such the minutiae, I can never say the word. Anyway, the minutiae, shy, shy, of um, non-existent minutiae of um, bottoms that are probably exactly the same, right? Mm. Cows and horses. But how cool is it that as we get older, we get so stupid? And I'm yeah. not. I actually, I, I in this in this case, I I'm, I'm defending the the Campbell brothers because I, I really like their musical taste. Mm -hmm. and, uh, oh yeah. I don't, I don't know what Jim is doing up at the top of fucking Ulu's, um, you know, in mm -hmm. his little in, in his little shed up the top there. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm defending the I'm defending the Bonza boys. 
<sighs> well, look, you know, I think I think we benefit from these blood feuds because if they're going to stoush it out over over the subtleties of of concaves, double concaves, and whatever, surely we're the the beneficiaries of the. It's like, it's like the first world, second world war, the technology advances somehow no, helped us. Um, yeah. well, in, well, certainly the Second World War, certainly in surfcraft. First World War, mm. not so sure. I don't know. Uh, maybe not. Yeah. But the biggest advent in my mind came during the Second World War, where England invented a bomber called the Mosquito Bomber, and they wanted to make it as light as they could, and they made it out of balsa wood, but it had no rigidity. So the engineers came up with a, a solution to making the rigidity factor work by inventing fiberglass and resin. And so right after the war, that became a commercial product and it was available. So then the redwood and the heavier woods went away. The boards became totally balsa wood, fiberglass, and it cut the weight from 80 to 100 pounds to 30 to 40 pounds. Now we had a seven or eight inch deep fin that was fiberglass that wouldn't break off when it hit the beach and it changed everything. Random comment, completely random comment. Um, have you read the the fucking Phil ja Phil Jarrett ja Phil Jarrett profile on David N N what's his name David Newa 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 Oh yeah yeah no can you, can you dare to say it well in no, in the I'm latest um in the latest uh Surface Journal amazing oh wow okay well for two reasons one that in Australia, there were people listening to fucking. What would they have been listening to? Anyway, they they were listening to some pretty radical stuff and surfing hardcore. And in mm. California, at the same time, they were listening to the Beach Boys. No offense to the Beach Boys, because I do love them, and yeah. riding the nut, riding the nose. Um, ah, yeah, right. Interesting. Like, you've got these mm. two completely... Uh, and, and, and I was trying to think, musically, I mean, what... Have there been so, such diverse... I guess I guess when house music was going off in, uh, in the UK, yeah. then in America, it was like fucking, I don't know, uh, uh, islands in the stream. <laughs> Yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah, um, uh, you'd, you'd assume that th there's a bit more uniformity now with, um, you know, not having to wait for the album to come out, shipped out from, you know, the other side of the world and get, get it instantaneously. Album. I mean, album, it, it's mm. just, it's, it disappeared, right? Mm. But uh, having said that, I've got sitting in right in front of me. I'm staring at right now, a new album, Oof. vinyl on vinyl, which I can't listen to yet because I haven't got a a record player. It's a uh, <laughs> slight slight complication. Neil Young, Crazy Horse, Barn. Oh, it's wow. a new album. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's the birthday present from uh, from one of my sons, which is um, epic. It's got a picture of this beautiful log cabin with the crazy horse crew yeah, yeah, I've seen that. in it. Mm. 
Um, so there you go. Uh, Vinyl is, is not dead. But did your son buy you a fucking record player as well? No, he took my record player. That's the problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> he, ga- he gave me a record and said, you know what? That record player um, looks better in my house. I've seen the, uh, I haven't listened to it, but I've seen the cover and, man, you got to mm. love Unfortunately, you know that Daryl Hannah is providing backup vocals. Daryl Hannah, wow, she was in what movie was she in? The Mermaid. Uh, yeah, and a, a whole lot of other ones. But you know, she's married to Neil Young now. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh my god! Yeah. I think I had a big crush on her when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a she's, mermaid, she's now married wow. to, to, to Neil Young. Wasn't she she the one-eyed, she had like a patch on her eye in one of the Kill Bill films? I don't know. I I haven't seen those. She lived in a caravan. That's Mm. funny. Um, Okay. Should we get on topic? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I've got a a philosophical question for you. Mm -hmm. Is ABBA a supergroup? I don't think so just because i don't know Tim. according to wikipedia they are so uh, i mean they're a super group but they're not yeah. a super group no uh no. well not that i think of. i don't think they, they did anything independently before maybe they did i don't know mm. um no oh, that's a that's a no from me but yeah i i, I get that as I, i'm totally with you um <sighs> you know 10 cc right yeah I'm not in love. One of the probably the best songs of all time, in my humble opinion. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe not. But did you know that Neil Sedaka was in Ten CC? <laughs> I did. That's pretty good. Yeah. And Godly and Cream were. Oh, I love Godly and Cream. Oh my I god! Know. How good is that? They were both English. in Ten CC. Englishman in New we've, York. We, we've talked about what, well, and we've all the the, what's that fucking eighties song? One of the, it was like an MTV hit when the faces meld into one another. Oh, cry! Oh you my god! 
Uh, can I hit you with another super group? Please. Hindu love gods. Ooh. Remember them? Uh, I'm, let me get... This is like... Am I thinking like 93, 94, something like that? Maybe. Maybe. Um, Give me some... R.E.M. Okay. The backing band, R.E.M. Oof. Lead singer, Warren Zevon. Ah, uh, yeah. Warren um, and, uh, they, and they did the cover of uh, Prince Raspberry Beret. I do remember that, actually. Um, mm. Warren Zevon, Werewolves of London, right? Mm-hmm. I love Warren Zevon. Sorry, I'm eating a banana. But perhaps my favourite. Okay, I I jested in a previous episode, and in fact, I may have even attributed you to um, Boston. Do you remember that? Yeah, you compared, was it Boston or Journey or something like that? No, well, well, no, I did compare you eventually to Boston, but um, (laughs) Journey was the first first option. Do Do you know who was in Journey? Tell me Messina was in it. No, he wasn't. Oh, there, were, there were two members of Santana, one member of the Steve Miller band, and one member of David Bowie's band. No way. That is... And the same guy, Ainsley Dunbar, not only played for, for Bowie, but played for Jeff Beck and Frank Zappa. Hello. Wow. Wow. Journey. Journey. What happened to them? Well, I don't know, but that, that we're, still in 90, we're still in 1973, <laughs> so we, we've got about 25 episodes to go. Yeah. How's this for one? Probably the band responsible for punk music because of their hideous prog rock excess, uh, Emerson, Lake and Palmer. Oof. Nice. Uh, Emerson yeah, from King Crimson, Lake... King? I don't know about, but Lake just reminds me of No Surf and Palmer, <laughs> the surf wax maker. Um, <laughs> or the, but or the how's mass- this? Or, or, or no, or the massive wanker. <laughs> well, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer were supposed, well, were perhaps going to have another member, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Uh, and that would have made it Hendrix, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, or help. Um, in sort of like, but yeah, so Hendrix probably wisely turned them down or perhaps just died. Um, and there you go. Wow, rest is um, history. Uh, so okay, I, I guess ELO is still 70s, I'm pretty sure you're still in the 70s. I'm gonna move into the early 80s, and oh, you're, um, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do it, are you? You're going to talk about... Well, funnily enough, I'm going to even skip past Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Um, uh, Yeah. yeah. 
And I'm even going to skip talk past, about. I'm even going to skip past Power Station. <laughs> okay, so sorry, Good. sorry for, for for those those of you who the Power Station fans. Yeah, because yeah. because I'm going to go. Hang on, now I've lost it. I'm going to go to a band here that is okay. This band for me seems to be like the the indie supergroup to rival all indie supergroups, especially as they probably had a um, an album on 4AD, which is of course the best oh, yeah. label of all time. This Mortal Coil. Oh, so we so you got song yeah. to the siren, right? That's this Mortal Coil, isn't it? Is yeah, it? epic. We've talked about this before, right? Um. Okay, obviously they have all of the Cocteau twins, Elizabeth Fraser, Robin Guthrie, Simon Raymond. Um, they've got two members of Dead Can Dance, two oh. members of Colorbox, the Wolfgang Press, um, a guy from Modern English of all play, of all fucking <laughs> bands. How on earth did he get in there? A guy... Um, a woman, Alison Limerick, from the Style Council as well. What? Oh, yeah. that's, that's probably my favourite uh, supergroup right there. That, yeah, shit. right. Absolutely. Wow. And even uh, and even there's a guy called Martin McCarrick from Mark and the Mambas. Oh, no, and fuck, Howard DeVito from Magazine was in there as well. <laughs> How big is this band? This is um, that's crazy. Harry Potter. Mm, uh, yes, I, 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 yes, I'll, I'll say yes. Okay. Well, I, I never got into it. I, I mean, I think it's nice that kids, adults, read kids' books. You know, I love Hop on Pop. I love um, Where the Wild Things Are. So I, I got nothing against um, kids' books. Uh, um, basically, the Weird Sisters were a band from the novels. Uh, and uh, and so um, in the uh, there's a scene at the graduation ball where there's a band playing called the Weird Sisters, and when they uh, made the movie, they actually put together a band for for the um, actual uh, event. And right. uh, how's this? The Weird Sisters, Jarvis Cocker, what? As Myron Wagtail vocals, Johnny, Johnny Greenwood. Greenwood. Uh, yeah, radio yeah, playing radio guitar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of bands I'm not too familiar with Jason Buckle from All Seeing Eye, Stephen okay. Clayton from Add N to X, which is a great name for oh, a band. Oh, yeah, nice. Bit, I know that band. Yep. Bit of um, 
algebra in a band name like that. And um, <laughs> another couple of other pulp and Radiohead members, they sang a, a kind of a ballad. They, they did a great song called Do the Hippogriff, um, which I'll put... <laughs> um, put up. Put your hands up in the air Like an ogre just don't care Uh, there you go. Uh, and mm. apparently, uh, Franz Ferdinand, who are huge fans of the books, were originally invited to play to be the Weird Sisters. But um, I think I'm a bit more um, Jarvis, into Jarvis, having Jarvis Cocker. Jarvis muscled in. Mm. Yeah, uh, love a bit of Jarvis. Now, um, this has nothing to do with uh, this has nothing to do with Harry Potter. But in 1990, there was a band called Pig Face. Did we talk about this last time? No, no. How about this? So we got a guy from Public Image Limited. This guy, Martin Atkins, was in Pill Ministry, Killing Joke. Wow. Then we've got um, a guy called William who was in Ministry, one of the best band names of all times, Revolting Cox and R.E.M., this is this this is the same band still. Trent Reznor. Oh. Um uh, Danny Carey from Tool. Genesis P. Orridge. Do you remember Genesis P. Orridge from Psychic TV and Throbbing Gristle? One of the oh, best Throbbing Gristle. I was about to mention Throbbing Gristle as a band name. So uh, that's uh, uh guess who else is in this band? Steve Albini. Oh my god. Flea, <laughs> Chris Connolly, and um, some other guy from Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson. What? And what? what are they called? Pig Face. And what does it sound like? I mean, I could have been what a little I have mess. no idea. But they have, they've got heaps of albums. Gub, Fook, Notes from the Underground, A New High and Low, Easy Listening, Dubhead, Free for All, blah, blah, blah. I think I like six albums. Big fights. Sipping chemical cocktails. Alive to the universe. Dead to the world. Hallucinating delusions of media reality and camping to desperate in the pursuit of cool. He's in a suit. She's in a straight jacket. Seven eleven nightmares at 3 a.m. Well, can I go back to a surf team just to just to um just to mix it up yeah. a bit? <laughs> well, to, to actually to actually talk about surfing. Talk about surfing. Uh, I love I love the Rage team. Do you love the Rage? I mean, now, we, they've got. See, I always I get confused between the Rage team and the Drag team. Yeah, well, Drag's more boogie. Uh, Boog. 
Uh, but you got you got your rage. I think rage might have some boogie, but basically they're isn't there, isn't they're there, like, is there not a bit of crossover? Is like so it's, much it's, crossover. Is Creed is yeah. Creed in both of the teams? Yeah, Creed's in everything. Yeah, Creed. Yeah. So this is uh, Sean Manners. Don't know much yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's cool. Noah Ding, Bo, another LSD writer. Shout to Vicky. Bo Foster, Creed McTaggart, Jake Vincent, uh, Ellis Erickson. Love his surfing. Uh, Jaleesa Vincent. Um, <laughs> plus a few more. Hey, so that's a team. And um, um, I just watched uh, their latest um, film, Rage 3. It's pretty good. And so a lot of them are in bands too, or their own kind of little offshoot and bands. Ensemble that you were just talking about that I really wanted Rage. So no the the um who was the who's the skinny um stylish uh regular foot who shapes his own equipment, blonde hair. Bo Foster. Bo Foster, okay. So uh, the one time I was in um at Cloud Break. We was we were staying um, on the Motu, and as they tend to do in these uh, high class uh, surf resorts, you have yeah. you have a guy or two in this case who take they're like your surf guides, even though oh, we, yeah. yeah even even though we were highly competent surfers, um, and so the the two guys for the whole week we were there were Bo Foster's two brothers. Wow! Wow, that's um, yeah. and they in, both in good ripped, hands. They both ripped the bag, but funnily enough, um, the elder brother and I can't remember the name. Um, the elder brother on one session, he was you know he, it was weird because they're they're out there kind of. I mean, they're not keeping an eye. I guess they are keeping an eye on you in some ways. Yeah. Anyhow, um, which kind of sounds a bit weird as a completely... Especially, well, you what, know, especially when they keep... They, they're surfing, aren't they? It's not like they're sitting in the channel just watching No, no, they're, they're definitely surfing and um, <laughs> and, and getting, getting very good waves. Um, but the, uh, the elder brother, and again, can't for the life of me remember what his name is, um, it was pumping, like pumping cloud break. Not big, but mm. let's say let's say it was four and a half to five and a half foot. Um, mm -hmm. And um, he took off on a on an inside and on the shish kebab section and literally oh. sliced the top of his fucking head off. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and so we were back. We we had. After the session, it was pretty stoic because we didn't hear about it until we'd come into the boat. And uh, 
you've been you've been to Cloudbreak, right? Um, yeah. You, you know, you paddle into the boat, and there's old mate with his fucking half his head shaved off. And um, we went back, and they they um, they stitched it all up in front of us. It was quite a gory uh, experience. Oh um, God, that's yeah. I mean, it, the blood running down the head. I can, you know, there's always a lot of blood when you get a head a head um, gash. Mm. Doesn't it freak you out when a good surfer gets smashed and you're out yeah. surfing and you think, yes. well, what what what's going to happen to me if that's mm. yeah? I suppose they push it a bit harder. I was out my only time I surfed chopu, Jeez, two foot yes. chopu, two yeah. foot and barreling. And uh, I hadn't caught a wave yet, and Carlos Burl uh, caught one and, and came up with blood all over his head too. Oh, Lincoln, no. yeah, freaked me out. Anyway, mm. I, didn't get hurt. I didn't get hurt in the shoulder. <laughs> oh, and uh, here's, here's one for Atch, our mate Atch. Um, yeah. One match, one match Atch. I never, I guess this makes sense. Foo Fighters are a super group. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Mm. Did you know yeah. that, that? I Taylor suppose at some point you. Taylor oh, Hawkins, yeah. bless his um, cotton mm. dead cotton socks. Do you know he? Did you realize that he he was in the Alanis Morissette band? I, I've got so much more respect for him now. That's so good. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I suppose at some point. They would have stopped becoming a super group and just become a group, yeah. Because they're just yeah. But ah, oh, that is interesting though. Mm. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of out of one. I know Billy Corgan was in a super group. I think it was called something like. Uh, mm, I've forgotten what it was called. But, Siamese um, Dream is such an amazing album. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the thing about this supergroup he was in, and I've bloody forgotten what it's called, um, They he actually sounded like he was having a bit of fun because, you know, it, it's something about Billy Corgan he's I love. But... He's not a very fun guy, though, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's just got that. But in this band, he was um, it's like he's, he's liberated, if you mm. know what I mean. Um, anyway, I'll, if I can find what he was in. I'll um, I'll stick that one in the old uh, the mix. Z- uh, Zwan, that's the band. Zwan, Zwan, uh, mm-hmm. Billy Corgan, Z W I N. Oh yeah, it was him. Um, Paz Lynchkitten, who was from a Perfect Circle, uh, and she's actually now playing bass in the Pixies, which is crazy. Um, were they the band that they had this? album there was like a fucking song that went on for fucking ever <laughs> oh maybe I don't know
There was a band called the Neurotic Outsiders. That is, wow. Have you ever heard of the Neurotic wow. Outsiders? I haven't, but another good... Okay. Um... Now, if, I reckon this is like, if, if you're going to be like, this is like the definition, the hardcore definition of a tight supergroup. So we got Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. We got Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. We got John Taylor from Duran Duran. And what? Matt Sorum from The Cult. Wow. That's that's a, an eclectic mix there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sex Pistols, Guns N' Roses, Duran Duran, The Cult. Wow. Seemed like the odd one out, but um, anyway. I don't know. Nice. John, we're yeah. talking about John Taylor here. Okay. And I think you know that you know there were three Taylors in in Duran Duran, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, none Fun related. They, they, yeah, yeah. John Taylor and two other guys called Taylor. <laughs> Bonnie. My, my my lovely wife would know. Uh, wow. This one's quite cool though. This is in nineteen. This is in two thousand and six. Uh, sorry, ah, the Big Dirty Band. Have you heard of the Big Dirty Band? <laughs> the Big Dirty Band. Well, no. The Big Dirty Band had two members of Rush, a, a member of wow. um, a band called Big Wreck, who I have no idea. And a couple of guys from the Tea Party. Do you remember the Tea Party? Ah, oh, the Tea Party. Remember that were big, big in they Australia. Were they were huge, man. They were they're, they're like, um, they're like uh, Canadian, I think. Yeah, how would you classify the Tea Party? Like a poor man's Pearl Jam? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Pearl, I don't know. Let's fix on that. The worst super surf team of all time. What If you were ever going to be sponsored by a, a, a brand oh, okay. or, not, or not, which brand would you not consider getting sponsored by? Um, Fox. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I always found that funny that, um, and our old uh, Chaz Smith used to give him heaps too for being sponsored by a sort of like a Bogan motor racing brand. It's like, mo- are you a motorbike rider or or what? Yeah. Who was that? Um, well, they're at B, B Derbage. B Derbage. That's right. He was definitely sponsored by Fox. Um, yeah. What about like Cult? Oh yeah, I hate cult. Yeah, cult. Oh yes, yes. Well, they were a bit bogany too. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, they were. They were completely bogany. Is oh, it? There's one. 
of those type brands, I remember Lukey Short, I think, saying he saw that team in in the mentor-wise with the, the guy who runs it who was this kind of cor- corpulent, corpulent, corpulent uh, kind of dude, uh, sort of nouveau riche, bogany kind of dude, just absolutely uh, um, sort of, Lording trying a big note, lording it up, yes, uh, on on his uh, on his um big boat out in immense, um, and I think it could have been cult. I think you're right. Wow. Yeah. And okay. Uh, uh, what about? Did we talk about this last time? Hot tuna. Yeah, that. I mean, that was epic. Um, you've Pretty seen, good. you've obviously seen the Instagrams of Bainey with the fucking nipple rings attached to, um, yeah, 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 yeah. The, Rick, the Rick Love. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Um, and, and, I mean, who else? There was Dog was in that. There was Dog, there was Bo Emerton, there was, uh, I mean, there was a host of people. Mm. And apparently, um, like, again, the, 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 the visionary between between behind um uh hot tuna was like a, a pretty radical dude like the whole ethos was was pretty mm. fucking out there it was yeah it was ahead of its time and probably not not seen again hendrix clapton almond brothers zeppelin toll bto stones grand funk railroad james gang T-Rex, MC5, Skinner, Leslie West, Blackmore, The Who, The Old Who. Ten years after, Santana, Thin Lizzy, Aerosmith, Hot Fucking Tuna. Probably as a business model, it just didn't work. It was too high, high fashion, high. It was too cerebral. Mm. They didn't really concentrate on on the product, perhaps Mm. more the marketing. Um, uh, uh, how, okay. about, how about Lucas Mambo had well, this is Mambo exactly, at some stage exactly had, I, I was just about to say Mambo Fuck, I, I remember that. reading uh, or seeing an ad like a full page ad in tracks back in the day with Cess Wilson um, and it didn't even have him surfing it was this bizarre kind of made up I'm sure story about his kind of I don't know alter ego going nuts on the town or something it was yeah, again, quite high art, quite uh, cerebral and irreverent, but uh, probably didn't move many units because it didn't really. I, mean, I don't think Dare, I don't think Dare Jennings really gave a fuck, to be honest. Imagine, um, I mean, you're talking about before naming your kid Dare, like so you know, yeah. having a little kid running around. Be careful, Dare. It's like, no, well, he's not going to be careful. <laughs> don't you dare! You don't you dare! Fucker. Uh, how to have the naughtiest kid ever. One of the things you've said about Mambo is you were very proud of the way it polarised people. And you said that you piss off half the people and the other half will love you. Yeah. That's, that, a, that's a fundamental tenet of the way you do business, isn't it? Yeah. And, and that's what makes it fun because you're just annoying these people you want to annoy. I think the point of it is you're just sticking to what you believe in. And, you know, it, and a lot of the ideas were contentious to say, 
a right wing Christian would find our beliefs kind of difficult. But you know, and at well, one they did. And at one point, yeah, they were, there was a bonfire and they were burning Mambo product. And we're going, wow, how good is that? You know, like you can't buy. That's the kind of marketing you can't buy. Have you, have we talked about Atoms for Peace? Are they a band or a surf brand? That's a band. That's a band. And we're, we're actually, we're, we're, we're becoming a little bit more relevant here. Mm. 2009. And, and th there's a recurring theme here. So um, Atoms for Peace is Tom York. Oh, yes. Flea, again, wanker. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. The producer of Radiohead, a guy called ne Nigel Godridge. Um, Joey. <laughs> this, this <laughs> Joey from needs... Friends? <laughs> no, no, even worse. This name needs to be said very carefully. Joey Waronka, <laughs> Waronka, Waro. um, who who played who who played drums for REM Beck and the Smashing Pumpkins, Yow. Mm. and Mauro Rafosco, who was who played with David Byrne. Well, that's a that's a pretty good um, mm. bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, before we finish. If you could be in a supergroup, what supergroup would you want to be in? Mm. What? I don't know why the traveling wheelbies came to my head. I, uh, you know, I love the traveling. I think it's. I think we, it's we just the, tra the traveling the part. We haven't even no. mentioned the traveling. I was hoping we wouldn't, but it's. Uh, no. Nah, oh, is Crazy Horse a supergroup? Neil Young yeah, and let's, that, let, let's give it to them. I think I'd like to be in them. I just have a guitar and just because they make so much noise, I could just I could just play the guitar and I, no one would notice. Yeah. Mm. Wear a checkered sort of, you know, lumberjack shirt out in the Canadian badlands. No, I, I think with I, uh, I, I, Daryl Hannah. Making me a cup of tea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you. It, um, and uh, just, just a little, uh, a little side thought. There's no fucking hip hop supergroups. Oh, is that because, is I, that I because, thought about is that. that. They're I... all. Is that because they're all too fucking full of themselves? Like they, they, they just can't fucking bear the limelight with one another. <laughs> Well, because they all have to kind of, uh, yeah, I, I think the thing is that it's kind of the, the nature of hip-hop and is to have these collaborations anyway. Yeah, that's right. So it's like a normal so, thing. Right? It's like, well, what's, what's the big deal about a super group? They, they're just kind of, you know, you've got, what's his name, Kanye and Jay-Z, didn't they do something together? Uh, they yeah. kind of big egos. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. No, they did. You know? They did a great. They, there's a fantastic album that um, I've got it somewhere. Uh, Kanye and, and Jay Z, amazing. Yeah, I mean that's like the clash of ultimate egos, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Um, so it's it's a. I think that's a whole different um, kettle of fish. Maybe we could mm. do a whole episode on um, on that. Uh, I, I just discovered another uh, supergroup that 
definitely needs mentioning. Well, there's two. Um, uh, the first one is them crooked vultures. Have we talked about them oh, crooked vultures? No, no. Well, I mean, it, this actually doesn't get there's. It, it's almost like a. Uh, it, it's almost like it's it, it's number eleven on the fucking um, on the dial, right? This yeah. is Dave Grohl, John yeah. Paul, John Paul Jones from Led Zeppelin, and Josh Holm. Oh, yeah, that's pretty hardcore, isn't it? Mm. I mean, a Queen of the Stone Age, are they? Uh, they are, yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, and, yeah. And, well, yeah, well, and Josh Holm, obviously, um, and Caius, he was, the, he was the lead singer, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes, Caius, our beach, our well, no, actually, your home beach has a very interesting link with Caius because there was a there was a real push of professional surfers um, that and hangers on that was so influenced by Caius, so much so that certain people um, named their children after mm. the uh, That's uh, right. Band. Um, um, yeah. mm. And in fact, in fact, the uh, the only person from the only person from Sydney to ever win the, the triple crown, um, uh, who you you know very well, yeah. Uh, he his whole deal was psyching up on Caius before he uh, he used wow. to go and, and, and Michael Melcy. Mm. Wow! Exactly. Wow! Yeah. Um, bit of. Bit of stone of rock for a psych up. Love it. I can't even um, say that I've ever heard a Kaya song. I probably have. Mm, but... uh, I think that that those individuals kind of put me off ever listening to it, to be honest. <laughs> it's like if they like it, I don't like it. Yeah. Um yeah. Well, can I I don't know if we're done yet, but um no, we're, almost, no, we're, we're nearly there, but give, hit me. Well, uh, I've got a quiz uh, to finish, oh, which is totally I, unrelated to supergroups. I was, hoping, I was hoping you were going to fucking do that. So if you want to keep going with... No, um, no, I'm made, I'm the, oh, I'm oh, oh, I, I, there's one that I we have to mention. Electronic. Um, do you know Getting Away With It is one of my all-time favourite fucking songs? Well, there you go. And, and electronic, see, electronic is the amazing... It's... it's it's the absolute perfect example of the supergroup because it's two people and but they're unrelated. They are, they are from the probably two of the most influential bands of all time. Mm. And they are so understated, both of them. They always have been, they always will be. Yeah. And nothing compares to electronic. It's so fucking amazing that those two guys got together. And for the listener, for the listener, we're talking about Johnny Marr from the Smiths and Bernard from um, uh, New Order, and New. of course, um, Joy and Division. Shop Boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and but it, it's just it's and it's just such a sublime mix of like. Minimalism, mm. minimum, and, and the the name itself is perfect because it's exactly what it is. It's just like electronic.
No, did they're they getting away with it? Didn't um. Ah, uh, sorry. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, uh, what's his face was? What's his face but, from the Pet Shop Boys? Did backing vocals? You're right. Back up. That's right. And that and that's why that's not because I've you know people who don't like coriander. Do you know this thing? It's a thing. Cilantro. Cilantro coriander for the um. Uh, I don't know. No, you call it? No, it's coriander. It's coriander. Yeah. Well, there are some people who just can't stand it. They think it tastes like soap or whatever. I, I like it, but um, I'm a bit like that with Pet Shop Boys. I, I, I can't. Neil, I, it's not Neil. What's his face? It's not a. It's not a taste. It's not like a. I, I, it's not a critical thing. I just have a visceral reaction when I hear the Pet Shop Boys. I just can't. I Even Western girls. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. It's not about the voice. I don't know. Just okay. Kinda... Okay. Let, let, let's forget his voice. Can you agree that <laughs> first minute of West End Girls is one of the best intros to any song that ever? Is? Okay, I could, I could, I could do that. Pre vocals, I'm in. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Uh, it's not a, a critical thing. It's just a, 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 a some some wiring in my body that just doesn't allow it in. It's like a gluten intolerance. Right. I got pet shop boys uh, intolerance. Uh, can, uh, can I just can, can I just say before you go on the quiz, I've just discovered another supergroup, and this yeah. one might actually be the best of all time because. Go. These are this is the Hollywood vampires. Have you ever heard of the Hollywood vampires? Oh god. No. Okay. So this is Alice Cooper. <laughs> wow. Johnny Depp. Ah. Uh, Joe Perry from Aerosmith. Oh. Uh, Perry Farrell. Oh, of course. No. Dave Dave Grohl. Brian wow. Brian Johnson, Robbie Krieger from the Doors, Paul what? McCartney, Slash, <laughs> okay. Zach Starkey from The Who, and Joe Walsh from The Eagles. Oh, wow. What are they called? The Hollywood, Hollywood. vampires. Something, something makes me I'm think sure that, that something tells it's going to be it's shit. horrible. <laughs> it's got to be so bad. Because I haven't heard of them. But uh, well, what a what a lineup though. That's crazy. I wonder if Brian Johnson could sing at that stage. I guess it was like six years ago, so maybe he could sing. All right, okay. quiz me up, baby. 
Okay. Um, I can eat one, one more surf team I, I did want to mention. Sorry. I know we're, we're, we're rambling. Yeah, we, we, we uh, another one, I think Creed, it's just basically everything Creed McTaggart's involved in, uh, I'm into. Uh, they're Creed. called the, the Fun Boys. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's another team. Ta- I don't know how these teams work, how, how you get invited on, whatever. But um, isn't Ozzy watched... in the Fun Boys? I think he might be. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think he's. I think um, he's in the Fun Boys. They've got a pretty good stable of surfers, but um, Creed popped up, and um, I was just watching this little clip of theirs, and that, and how's this for a combo of tunes? Two songs on this little mini clip. I'll if I can find what it's called, I'll um. Well, anyway, starts off with Sleaford Mods' Whack It Up, uh, Bruv, I think it's called. Also, I hadn't heard that song before. It's You can't get it on Spotify or anything, so I'll put a bit of that on. It's a classic uh, Sleaford Mods tune. And then it, uh, it segues into Wang Chung. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. So, I mean. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They can't you, that. Um, speaking of, like, uh, random random things um did you see i sent a a, a clip on our music yep. um thing viagra boys with old mate from um sleaford mods have you, I, heard, have, you, have you heard about viagra boys yeah who are they they're like some it. fucking scandinavian freaks that are just like yeah. hot-bellied tattooed nutters that just don't yeah. give a flying fuck about anything. It's awesome. And then, of course, Jason, what's his face from Sleaford Mods, does a cameo on on, a, on one of their songs. Uh, Amy from the Sniffers does a uh, does a, a guest uh, thing on one yeah. of their songs. Man, Viagra boys, get into it. Quiz time? Are we, are we up yes, for a quiz? Please. Yes, yes. Please. Okay. Okay, this is totally unrelated to um, super groups, <laughs> super group. or surf teams. But it's surf-related, um, you'd like to hear. Uh, and these are all anagrams. I know you love your love anagrams. Me, love, love me anagrams. Okay. So basically these are um, anagrams of famous surfers, okay. and you have to guess the surfer. Okay. Wow. Okay, the first one. Rotten armpit. Uh, give me Double. a uh, give me a country. Okay, uh, South Africa. Airs. Uh, rotten uh, airs, South Africa. Early airs. Oh, Durban. Um, Mar- Martin Potter. Martin Potter. Yeah, rotten armpit. Nice, okay, nice. Homo suntans. <laughs> Sean Thompson. <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, this is. <laughs> This is a American surfer. I think he lives in Bali now. Um, goofy footer, Cordoba ham. Cordoba ham. Um, Brad. No, it's not Brad Gerlach. Um, 
Rodman's shadow. Put you out of your misery. Ooh, he, he lives in Bali now. I think oh, I think he does. Oh, maybe he does. That's good. Cordoba ham. I like. That. Okay. Okay. One more because this is kind of boring. Um, this is cool. Able. Able waterworthy bambino. <laughs> that's that's the whole name. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, this guy's got a middle name, uh, which is a nickname, uh, and he's he's a Queensland surfer. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Rabbit Bartholomew. Yeah. There you go. That's Able amazing. waterworthy bambino. So there you go. Wow. Uh, that, I had a few more, but. Oh, come on, yeah. give us a couple more. Oh, really? Does the listener yeah, really yeah, no, the listener, the, li- the listener really want... Well, the listener is oh, this... they've probably tuned okay. out by now, so it doesn't really matter. Okay, this, this is just us two. It's completely self-indulgent. <laughs> okay, groin talker. And I'm talking groin as in, you know, <laughs> built off the Queensland points groins. And um, when you say talker, you mean like actually talking? Talking, yeah. Yeah, so... And this guy is from Queensland, and he is a talker. And Queen talker. Okay, what 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 um decade are we talking? Eighties, eighties. Uh, he had a nickname, uh, an ape-like nickname. Oh, Kong, Gary yep. Alperton. Yeah, groin talker. Wow, that's um. Cool. <laughs> okay, last one. This this one. He's got is, a few. So he's got a few. This guy, uh, Brailed Enigma, Blade Migraine, and Nigeria Bedlam. <laughs> it's Brad Gerlach, right? No. Oh shit! Um, there's a G Brad in there. Would be good. Yeah. Gerlach would be good. Uh, yeah, this is a Brazilian surfer, goofy footer. <laughs> Uh, Gabriel Medina. Yep, there you go. What was the first one? Railed Enigma. <laughs> uh, which, uh, oh, I think that's, that's uh, quite fitting. Um, um, can, I, can, can I just do a shout out to the very few people that actually listen to us and contribute? And uh, it, it's quite nice to, to hear people. It uh, is. It is. Things, random things. My brother in law is one of them. I don't want to say that only the only listeners we have are family members, but um, we've talked about Paulie, Matt Warshaw, and I'm sure there's a few yeah. others. But, um, yeah. uh, I hope people enjoy the stupid shit that we spout. It's quite funny. It's it's uh, uh, yeah, but get out there, mate. Write a review. We need more reviews. We need more. Um, I mean, on, okay. Do you think the Bonds, Do you think Do you think the Campbell brothers? That's soliciting reviews, mate. Do you think they are? You're right. You're right. Okay, brother. Um, I'm off like a bag of prawns in the afternoon sun. Till next time. I was a highwayman Along the coach roads I did ride With sword and pistol by my side Many a young maid lost her baubles to my tree Many a soldier shed his lifeblood on my blade The bastards hung me in the spring of 25 But I am still alive 
I was a sailor I was born upon the tide And with the sea I did abide I sailed a schooner around the Horn of Mexico I went aloft to furl the mainsail in a blow And when the yards broke off they said that I got killed I am living still I was a dam builder Across the river deep and wide Where steel and water did collide A place called Boulder on the wild Colorado I slipped and fell into the wet concrete below They buried in that great tomb that knows no sound But I am still around Always be around and around and around and around and around and around I fly a starship Across the universe divide And when I reach the other side I'll find a place to rest my spirit if I can Perhaps I may become a highwayman again Or I may simply be a single drop of rain But I will remain And I'll be back again And again And again And again Some Charles Manson stole from the Beatles. We're still in the back. When you get to the bottom, you go back to the top of the slide. You stop, you turn, you go for a ride. When I get to the bottom, then I see you again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to love you Coming down fast Right here above you G'day listeners You're tuned to Soundwaves A podcast that explores the nexus Between surfing and music And the nefarious spaces in between Between the wave and the rave Between the heaving shack and the martial stack Between neoprene and spandex The mosh pit and the death pit Fiberglass and vinyl The boogie and the board between Brian Eno and George Greeno. So wax up your stick, crank up the stereo and paddle out into the secret sonic surf spot that is sound waves. Tales from the shack. Shack, 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 shack. Um, hey, Dazzy Dazzy. Got, uh, we got gremlins, we got... Um, Right, there's definitely some gremlins in the works. Mm, yeah, um, we, 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 we're dealing with um, cross cross continental uh, um, issues. Shit. 
Yeah. Well, you know, um, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I should really admit to this, uh, but I actually went and saw a cover band the other night. Whoa. Was it, um, was it Oils Ain't Oils? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't Beyond Again. It was The Smythes. <laughs> Is that with an, a Y? With a Y. Smythes with a Y. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a cool name. Uh, it was pretty. Uh, like, yeah, it sort of goes against all my ethical beliefs. But I tell you what, I had, I had a ball. It was... Uh, I think if you're ever going to see a cover band, The Smiths is a good one because you, you know Morrissey's going to be a dick. Uh, probably not show up. I don't even know if they're ever going to play together again. I don't know. Not was it, but the most shameful part of the whole night was as I was driving into the gig. Unfortunately, I bought two tickets, but Mrs. B maybe wisely had other plans. Um, so I went, went in solo. I uh, couldn't offload the ticket. Anyway, um, driving in and as I was driving I drove past the Enmore and who should be playing there to a sold out crowd Amel and the Sniffers and I <laughs> no. thought well this this says a lot about me driving so you had past, to, you had to, driving past you had probably the gig of the night to a Smith's covers band well it's, it's funny because um I can't say I've seen that many cover bands but when you mentioned this uh topic which i thought was a fucking beauty um yeah I, the one that came into mind was what i just mentioned earlier the oils ain't oils uh which i thought is a great name um obviously a midnight oil cover band and this was a long long time ago and it was the same deal they were absolutely fucking awesome um you know uh, Midnight Oil, uh, unfortunately, in my lifetime, haven't played very many times. I've seen them a few times. Um, uh, and in the absence of uh, Garrett and company, um, the uh, Oils and Oils did the job at the, mm. at the venue of, of all places. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Mm. Um, it would have been better at the, it would have been better at the, uh, at the Sands, but the Antler. Uh, at the antler, <laughs> the antler no longer existed. Um, but yeah, okay. So, cool. what what is what is a cover? A cover. Well, um, I think we're just talking. Well, I tell you, well, how, how about this? A cover, or I think we all know what a cover is. But what makes a good cover? How how about uh, um, how about that? Mm. Uh, it says eight rules to make a cover version better than the original. Um, okay. Um, rule one, reveal true or new meaning. Example, that was Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. Okay. I'll just go through these rules quickly. Take the melody, <laughs> take the melody to another dimension. Uh, wow. uh, all along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, uh, 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 Run DMC, Walk This Way. I love this uh, rule, subvert the song altogether. Best example is uh, Devo, can't get no satisfaction.
uh, sound so good that you think it's the original. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and, that, I mean, that's a classic. How's What's this? The example? Blonde, the example they Blondie hanging on the telephone. I mean, that was, uh, yeah, that was originally a band called The Nerves. Um, so, yeah. Uh, well, actually, actually, there's another one that I read about today. Um, Aretha Franklin, Respect. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, she's she's definitely made that hers. Um, and I like this Crazy. one push the performance beyond anyone else's reach. My god, wow, Whitney Houston, I will always love you. I mean, I don't know, I'll, I could I'll give that a crack. Johnny Cash Hurt, and uh, yeah, well, the, yeah, yeah, the Johnny Cash one. Um, the the, the am I right in thinking that the Whitney Houston song was like Brian Adams or someone like that? <sighs> Who wrote no. the I Will Always Love? No, it was, uh, it was Dolly Parton. Oh, we, we've, had a, we've had another Dolly Parton thing come up before, haven't we? That, she comes up a lot. She yeah, comes she up a lot. But I, I do think we could sort of try and talk covers in surfing as well, just, you know, mm. how, how we mimic mimicry. And how's this for a quote from the great Oscar Wilde? Um, Most people are other people. Their thoughts are someone else's opinions. Their lives are mimicry. Their passions are quotation. Nice. That's cool. Now, um, who who would you uh, say comes to mind immediately as a... uh, um, it's pure mimicry in the surfing realm. <sighs> I mean, the kind of... Um, hmm. I, I mean, longboarding is is kind of mimicry in a lot of ways. Yeah. In, yeah. That, yeah. in that sort of surfing has progressed sort of beyond that in a way. But when you get on a longboard, you're kind of channeling... Uh, surfers of of the past as mm. almost a, a tribute to that. I think obviously we if, taking that tack, and I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, we must all be cover versions, and probably um, it's like you know when you photocopy a photocopy, and then you photocopy a photocopy, <laughs> yeah, and then it's really it's like a really shit copy at the end. Yeah. Um, that's what I consider myself to be. Um, and, I, and I guess we all have done that in, you know, we all, the, the whole kind of retro movement um, from, you know, anything from uh, the Valdusti experience, experiment onwards, it's all just a kind of we're, we're losing, we're ending up as as a kind of um, a pale, facsimile. Sort of pale, yeah, exactly right, a pale imitation. So I guess we're all we're all copies. And I, I, I kind of was thinking, oh, should I get really angry about um, you know surf co- copies and surf covers and whatnot? And then I just thought, well, that would just be the pot calling the kettle black because essentially that's what, what we all are. Um, 
But for some yeah. reason, but for some for a few names came into my head, but one, two names in particular, Peter Townend, I don't know why, mm-hmm. and Kalohe Andino. Oh yeah, and they just both they just both struck me as being bad covers. Right. I don't know why. And, right. I think Pete. I think PT is probably pretty cool. Um, Kalohe, maybe, maybe also, but both of those, both of those names just kind of jumped out at me like, um, yeah. It's like they, there, there was something. There was something. I don't know whether it's contrived or they were. You know, the the Bronze Aussies was was just. That's like a cover band, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, and Kalohe. I mean, why would you watch? Would you would you sit down and watch a half hour? Kalohe Andino movie when you could watch no, uh, no. Tom whoever he you know I don't know who free free scrubber you know yeah well that's did right. you, did you, oh, speaking of which did you see the free scrubber um, outtake number one I haven't where, yet, no uh, uh, so it's like one and a half minutes and it's a little bit of extra 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 current from the free scrubber movie. Right. And he he makes a whole kind of blues song interspersed with bits of him surfing that point break, but very small. Yeah. And it's all of, it's all about how shit Instagram is. <laughs> Right at that time, I uh, had ridden a sub two inch, sub 18 inch, 510 at Jeffries, three to four feet. And I came in after three waves, so pissed off with the state of surfing. Uh, it had been a board left for two years um, by uh, Sess Wilson, a surfer of the day. Uh, I took it out because it looked at me I came in wanting to vomit because never before had I done such easy turns. Never before had I pulled anything I wanted to pull. Never before had I been able to go so slow and then put up a bit of speed and make the wave. Never before had I felt that I could do anything on a wave. And I was really dirty because he was surfing made too easy. Um, Well, I I definitely think... um... Derek Hind was a great um, cover artist back in when he was surfing with yeah. fins. Um, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, because I reckon that Andrew Kidman, I think he's a closet cover aficionado. Because when you look at Litmus, he's got, well, he's got um, a Galaxy 500 covering Yoko Ono. 
um, Listen, the Snow is Falling. Uh, what a great song. Over the top of um, Derek Hind, who is covering uh, Terry Fitzgerald and Nat Young and Bunker Spreckles out at, out at uh, J-Bay. I had a firm sense of what surfing wasn't meant to be. And that was the direction that I lay squarely at the feet with respect of Al Merrick, of uh, Jean-Pierre Stark, and to a degree, uh, Morris Cole, for just dumbing the sport down so fast to the cornflakes packet. Uh, he also covers George Greeno's bottom turn and, and the, the crazy forehand layback. I don't even know what you call that, you know, the forehand layback that, that, that now has been covered by Torrin Martin and the like. So, well, um, did you see, did, there's a, there's a um, <laughs> funnily enough, uh, just today there's a little photo edit of Torrin Martin and his girlfriend in the Tello Islands. And there's a whole sequence of him doing this crazy forehand layback on a, a very nice little, you know, not a not a not a gnarly wave, but a nice barrel. And he's yeah doing the full he's doing the full forehand layback, which is like whoa, out of control. Crazy, yeah. So and 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 Kidman also um, in other movies has has got the Cat Power cover of. Um, uh, a Velvet Underground song, um, and and Kidman himself has covered uh, quite a few Bob Dylan songs, which are uh, and that, it's actually a, one of my favourite covers is his cover of uh, "Mama, You've Been on My Mind" by Bob Dylan. Perhaps it's the colour of the sun flat and covering. Crossroads I'm standing in Or maybe it's the weather of Something like that But mama you've been on my mind Well I don't mean trouble please Don't put me down I'll get upset I am When Dan Malloy turned up at Jeffrey's Bay on a Rich Pavel fish, perfect of outline, but with four fucking fins on it, the vomit feeling came up again, and it hasn't stopped with the fish ever since, which has basically led me six years, no fins. I'm running a mile from any board with fins because I've got such dubious feelings about the motives of the surfing industry. Um, uh, well, that, that, that's an interesting thing about Kidman and, and, the, uh, and the covers. Uh, and, and the more you kind of dig into it, the, the more you realise that so many things, like what the BBC said, so many things that you might grow up thinking uh, the genuine article are uh, obviously uh, not. Mm. And they are. They've been covered. Yeah. And I guess. I guess. I guess in surfing, then, um, yeah. I mean, fuck. 
that we're all guilty of, of, of rehashing things. Um, I, I did have a look of a, a list of what I considered to be um, covers in surfing, apart from town, PT and Kalohe. Um, all, and this is, this is negative covers, by the way. All right. Um, anyone who calls himself a surf instructor. Oh, sorry, it's, I'm just cracking open my banana. It's, it's a surf instructor. It, yeah. It's a bad it's a bad cover of I don't know of something that was already bad before they started covering covering them. Um no one it's okay. You, thought, your mum or your dad your mum or your dad can teach you to ride a bicycle, right? Yeah. That's it. No one else. Right. Surfing. <laughs> nobody should learn. Nobody should learn how to surf from a surf instructor. Oh, oh! What are you doing? Oh, for fuck's sake! Come on! What have I fucking told you, you stupid little shit? Be more nonchalant. He's, he's trying to fucking hard again. Come on! Bring it in! Bring it in! So one of my main jobs with the athletes is helping to create an aesthetically pleasing style that looks uncontrived. You know, it just looks way more marketable than someone who actually looks like they're trying. Oh, fuck yeah, that's the way, boy. Oh, now he's doing absolutely fuck all, and he's really focusing on how he looks, which is just perfect free surfing. It's actually quite a slog being a free surfer. Like, most days I have to wake up. And then there's the whole surfing thing. Mm. Um, how's it, would, you, um. would you call yourself a surfer? <laughs> no, no way. No. Okay. I had this the other day. I was I, I left my bike parked out uh, a shop in town in in the local village, and uh, um, as I was get, coming back to my bike, there was this garbage truck near it, and one of the garbo guys was kind of actually going through my milk crate uh, in the back of the bike, and I had a couple of leg ropes in it, and he's kind of looking at them just. I knew he wasn't going to take him. I don't know why. He was just curious. He's going, why is this milk crate got leg ropes in it? Um, for some reason, I've that's where I store them. Anyway, <laughs> it was this uh, it was funny. There's just it was a funny dude when I got chatting to him. Uh, it was a this big burly uh, Pacific Islander, and he's going, "Hey, hey, bro, are you a surfy?" That's the funniest <laughs> question. Like, because I, I just I stood there and went. Oh, I, I suppose I have to say yes to that, but it just sounds so terrible to call yourself a surfy, uh, a surfer, yeah, a surfy. Yeah. What's the oh surfy? Surfy is cool. You can say yes to that. Yeah, because that, that's a, that's a, that's such a that's such a cute word. Surfy, <laughs> hey surfy, hey hey surfy, surfy brew. Um, yeah, but it is funny, isn't surf, it? Because I think mm. yeah. Um, it's got so much cultural baggage being thinking of yourself as a surfer. Um, wouldn't that be cool? If, that's what we should start. Up. See, there was there was surfing magazine, there was surfer magazine, there should surfing. be surfy magazine. <laughs> it's much cuter.
talked about this enough at all this is you know being a surf music podcast uh surf guitar like or surf music dick dale etc that is yeah. surf that is music trying to cover surfing trying to sound like surfing and the king of the surf guitar was dick dale a lot of people don't know this i started the surfing sound approximately about 1956, 57. The surfing sound uh, was the feeling that I got when I was out surfing. And uh, whenever the waves would come crashing down on my board, I'd get this vibration, this, this tremendous feeling, this, this animalistic drive that comes out of your system. So I tried to emulate that with my guitar, because when I'd get on stage, I'd get the same uh, energy force out of me. And I started beating on them strings, just like I was beating on the boards, and like the waves were beating on me. Is that um, yeah. it's a Miserlu or something like that? It's called. Yeah, I mean that I kind of that I can kind of dig. There's a great uh, song by a guy called Link Ray, Rumble, and it's been used in a few surf movies. And that's an instrumental surf sound. And it was actually banned. An instrumental was banned. I love it because uh, it just has this menacing, rebellious sound that would have horrified the parents in the 50s uh, or 60s whenever it came out. This started a trend that would continue through the 1950s, guitarists sabotaging their amplifiers to create their own distortion. One of these was Link Ray, who stabbed his amp's speaker cone with a pencil to give it a heavy, gritty sound. You can hear that in a track like Rumble, which was so intense for the time that it got banned from airplay because people thought it would incite gang fights. Dick, was was it Dick Dale who did? There's a song called Pipeline, right? That's Dick uh, Dale, isn't it? Don't know who did Pipeline, um, but yeah, because uh, I think it, I think proper surf music would be uh, it'd be more like some sort of electronic just noise, if you know what I mean, like turbulence. Exactly, <laughs> turbulence. 
turgid turbulence. Um, I reckon. Well, well, I, can, I reckon old Apex yeah. Twin could probably could probably well, yeah. get there. Can definitely. Um, well, like the big, like a big. The, the sound of a big heaving barrel. Yeah. Um, I've only heard that once and it scared the shit out of me. And I think um, that big barrel sound, and I got uh, pummeled seconds later. Um, I, and, and I was talking to O-Dog about uh, this very subject, about that. Can you think of another sport that has... Was, it, was, this, was this before or after you were listening to um, Austrian... <laughs> Ski house. Well, this is exactly what happened. We were, I was, we were just had a ski for the first time in a long time, which is, uh, yeah, um, oh, enough said about that. Uh, well, less said about that, the better. Um, but um, <laughs> we were talking afterwards about what music is associated with um, skiing, and <laughs> we couldn't think of anything apart from Apres, Austrian Apres House. Which uh, if there's a genre you want to avoid, like the plague, I think it would be that. Just happened to be uh, with me. Um, they're in they're in town. Oh, well, not I'm now away from them, but they're in town uh, this week. And um, yeah, they actually hadn't they had heard the song, but they weren't really that familiar with it. But they did say that one of the lyrics said she left with only her boots on, something like that. <laughs> Make make the ski boots make, on. I don't know, I don't, well, that's right. I don't know if it was ski boots or not. And that's quite a <laughs> skill to, to 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 get undressed and keep your ski boots on. I mean, it's notoriously difficult to get those um, uh, pants off especially, over the ski boots. But you know, especially, especially if they're kind of skin tight. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Can you think of any other sport that has music related to it? I mean, there's the there's the push bike song. I love that song. Well, I, mean, I mean, there's a lot of sport, there's a lot of sports that definitely don't have music related. Mm. I mean, Horn bowls. What does what does swimmers listen to? <laughs> um, lawn yeah. bowls. I can kind of. I mean, maybe there is something that lawn bowls can you know, mm. associate with. But I mean, like lawn bowls, I've got up, utmost respect for. I mean. What music does what music does tennis listen to? Yeah, I or mean, even even, even worse, golf. Like, I'm you, speaking of golf, can you associate golf with any sort of music? Don't forget to pay your membership dues. Your tea time is in three, two, one. 
Everybody throw your hands like a lob wedge Throw it up, suck it back like a lob wedge Then turn around like a ball does Now I'm dipping in the hole, wall does Everybody throw your hands like a lob wedge Throw it up, suck it back like a lob wedge Then turn around like a ball does Now I'm dipping in the hole, wall does Where my caddy at? Where my caddy at? Yo, probably drinking liquor in the caddy shack Only need one club to get me by Lobby, lob wedge, touch the sky Pop five, I'm laying up with my lob wedge Pop four, I'm getting home with my lob wedge Pop three just ride with me, drink a Bloody Mary's bed cup for free. Jiggy, I would suggest a pitching wedge. Yo, give me my lob wedge, bro. Everybody throw your hands like a lob wedge. Throw it up, suck it back like a lob wedge. Then turn around like a ball does. Now I'm dipping in the hole. Anyway, I was listening to um, the sound waves. Oh, no, it's not sound waves. What am I talking about? Soundings. Soundings with Jamie Brisket. And um, I'll tell you what. Um... It gets better with age, the old brisket, I tell you. It gets tenderer. That clip, and... that he's, he's, been, he's been on the barbie for a, for a while. Well, he did one with Kelly Slater, which was nuts. I, I, I thought I would have hated... I thought I hated Kelly Slater until I listened to that, and I love him again. Um, mm. But um, he interviewed Paz Lenchenton, who I've spoken about before. Um, now yep. the bass player of the Pixies talk about surf guitar, the Pixies. Oh my God! Yeah, um, but she was saying um, that. What did she say? She said something like, "You know, lawyers play golf, um, but musicians and artists surf." Ooh. And I don't know how true that is, uh, really, but. I think what she's getting at is, yeah, there, there's there's sports that have got a, I don't know, almost a, yeah, kind of mechanical uh, thing about them where, where you can measure the success. Golf, you have a handicap, you have all the scores and stuff. Whereas yeah. if you're an artiste, you, pro- you probably don't want that. You want just something a bit. Well, that, I think that's, but that's the difference in artiste. I, I would say that. Um, Damien Hurst and Brian Adams probably play golf. Mm. Um, yeah. <coughs> so, um, yeah, it's and, interesting, isn't it? Um, well, Kelly Slater and, plays golf. So, what does that say? Well, I mean, don't, yeah, all all professional surfers seem to play fucking golf. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. This is a question for you, and I, I don't have an answer myself. So, um, <laughs> what's the surfing equivalent of an album cover? Oh, oh uh, I mean, it's a bit obvious, but but the um, the cover, the 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 mag- magazine cover. What do you call that? The cover shot. Uh, yeah, that's it. It's got to be, doesn't it? The cover shot. Um, but you know, I mean, there's, I mean, there's li- there's literally only two magazines left in the world, so um, Surf Mag. So. Yeah, yeah. Print is, I think, officially dead. If not dead, it's on life support. Well, I read a, I read a, uh, uh, an interview with. There used to be a, a uh, surf photographer called Flame. Do you remember okay. Larry? His his name was Larry. F- someone and his his nickname was Flame. Okay. And 
and he was like the staff, the main photographer for Surfing magazine in the kind of uh-huh. 80s and 90s. And yeah. he he was famous for taking people out some fairly average break somewhere on the Californian coast, kind of South California. Um, and basically getting them to just paddle into close out barrels. Right. And just get and just get ca- like yeah. multiple, like hundreds of, well, maybe not hundreds, but yeah. dozens of cover cover shots of um, the barrels out space. Yeah. yeah, so it's a lie, basically, isn't mm. it? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I guess that um, you know, anything that any Lindsay Buckingham um, cover shot, cover album cover, it's going to be a lie as well. Or um, you know, Adele, you know, what, 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 it's basically everything Adele does, including all of the covers of her albums. Are, essentially the same thing so ah yes um, you know you know what you're getting (laughs) yeah and and that's i guess that's the comforting thing for the um 25 30 40 50 million um uh we need 60 60 plus year olds who buy adele albums or or who actually who actually buy albums she has done the most amazing thing because she has managed to totally circumvent the whole industry that is, has died. Oh. But she managed to find an audience that still buys CDs. I see. Yes. And it's 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 the baby boomers because they they oh. actually still seek out CDs. Mm. I think it's and it's probably the baby boomers kids who are struggling to find a Mother's Day present. Um, so a bunch of flowers, a Dell CD, bang, done. Hello, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm here. Mrs. B's just taking the dogs for a walk. What do you think of a Dell? Oh, god, (laughs) (laughs) yes, okay, that was the the you you passed the test. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I, of course, I went to the uh, internet to get a list of what the world considers to be the best cover versions of all time. And uh, I mean, obviously, there's lots of these that I totally disagree with. But <laughs> the the one thing, and uh, this goes back to the Aretha Aretha Franklin thing. One thing that I learned was there are so many really famous songs that were cover versions, like you said before, um, the Blondie. Yeah. The Blondie song. I mean, obviously, obviously there are some that I knew, like uh, Pet Shop Boys, Always on My Mind, Johnny Cash Hurt, uh, Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower. Yeah. Soft Cell, Tainted Love. Not, no. Mm. 
Um, uh, did, did you know that this mortal coil's song to the siren was a cover? We talked about this before. I think I did. And I think it was a Jeff, not Jeff, but Tim Buckley. Um, did, you know, did you know that The Clash's I Fought the Law was a cover? No, I didn't. No. I tell you, if you've heard a song and you didn't know it was a cover, and but that was the first time you hear it, do you find it hard to then, do you always find that that is your original for you personally? 100%. You know? I mean, yeah. Because I've um, got a funny one where the first song time I heard the song Powderfinger uh, by Neil Young was uh, a band called the Cowboy Junkies. Their version is is nuts. As the first time I heard the song, I didn't realise it was a Neil Young song being an ignorant little uh, teenager. It's it's one of those songs that uh, is so evocative. It's, every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm watching a mini movie i've always got a place in my heart for the cowboy junkies just because of uh sweet jane yeah well now yeah that's right another cover i love you man i know you do baby i've loved you since the day we met anyone's ever heard of Do you think there's a song that just can't be covered that's that definitive? No, I was going to say even I was going to say something even more um, uh, overreaching. You can't cover the Beatles. Oh, you shouldn't. Real? Oh, yeah. I had a mate who who was aghast that that um, Led Zeppelin's. Uh, Stairway to Heaven was being covered every week on TV by Andrew Dixon's show back in the day. It was just like, it was like sacrilegious. You just can't do it. But you reckon about it with the Beatles? Is, is well, there no, an... the, 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 the Stairway to Heaven thing, I think, is funny because it was done kind of in jest in some ways. Yeah. But, um, Ralph Harris that... with the wobble board. What she came for. And it makes me wonder How does that affect you, blokes? Ooh, and it makes us wonder That's interesting, that, yeah <laughs> There's Cancel. a sign Cancel. You can't yeah. say that anymore Oh, of course you can't, say, you can't say Rolf and Harris together in the same sentence <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't Can you name a good Beatles cover? Well, there's there's money by um, oh, is that a Beatles song though? Mm. Um, the flying lizards. I think you you even posited that oh, as yeah. a yeah 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 uh, that's as really a good, good Beatles uh, cover. Oh, the the um, breeders, uh, Kim Deal etc. Did um, happiness is a warm gun, which is uh, I reckon's up yeah, there. I'll give, I'll give Kim Deal that. I'll okay. give her that. Okay, there's two. Good. That's it. No more. <laughs> 
Actually, there's a great um, hey Jude, version of Hey Jude by, I think, Wilson Pickett. Does this crazy kind of guitar thing at the end. Um, yeah, so I reckon okay. that, 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 that gets All a right. pass from me. All right, so we'll, the, we'll, we'll give a few exceptions. Message to you, Rudy, by the specials was a cover. No, I didn't. No, mm. oh, that song. Um, Me too. How about this for a covering across cross um, discipline? I think is interesting, and I think it's gone both ways. Is skating covering surfing, or surfing covering skating? Uh, I think most famously is the Dogtown skaters in LA. Being inspired by Larry Bertelman, I think they even called their their turns. They were trying to do Bertelmans or LBs or something like that. Surfing was it, and skateboarding was just an extension of our surfing. I remember being in the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium watching Hal Jepsen's surf film Super Session, and a young Hawaiian surfer named Larry Bertelman came on the Larry Bertelman was the fundamental impact on the Z-Boy thing. The Z-Boy thing was Larry Bertelman on concrete. That's what we were all trying to do because Larry Bertelman just blew doors on everybody. He like put his hands on the wave. He was one of the first guys that I remember doing that. So we started copying that on the ground. Larry Bertelman exploded the status quo of surfing upright and redefined the idea of what could be done on a surfboard. When I saw Larry Bertelman in a movie do a cutback, I wanted to copy that more than anything in life itself on a skateboard. If I couldn't do it in the water, I'll do it on a skateboard. We were surfers first and foremost, and the low pivotal style in surfing is really functional. It also has a beautiful aesthetic. to call him and do a bird and we'd do that on the banks even on the flat ground we'd do it and then back uh the other way i think most sur aerial surfers who I, I just don't you know i think we've spoken about this before just doesn't make sense to me it just all looks weird no. but they're all a lot of those influenced by skating 
and to maybe some extent snowboarding i don't know but i think i think that skating is just eminently more cool than surfing why is that i don't know is it because i think i think i think surfers give surfers are a bit more up their own asses and skaters just generally don't give a shit i think the problem with well, the thing with surfing is you can't walk around the street wearing what you got. If you walk down the middle of a CBD in a wetsuit, you look like your mental patient. Um, You'd look, like look like a valve. Yeah, because everything to do with a wetsuit is anti-fashion. I mean, it's, it's like you're wearing a turtleneck sweater, uh, a skin-tight turtleneck kind of thing. You know, mm. you're wet. Not a good look. Yeah. Did you know that? Did you know that um, David Bowie's China Girl was a cover? That's Iggy Pop, I think. Yeah, like absolutely. Mm. Mm. Um, how, how about the the kind of cross uh, genre cover band? I thought I thought it was quite interesting. There's a, there's a Dread Zeppelin performs uh, reggae versions of Zeppelin. And They're then really good. I've, uh, I've got a lot of time for, for Dread Zeppelin. Oh, okay. And then there's Beatallica, which uh, this must really get under your skin. They uh, create heavy metal fusions of songs by the Beatles and Metallica. What do you think about the mid-length resurgence? What is that covering? I don't think it's covering anything. I actually have a theory. This is probably because I'm obsessed with my, my own mid-length and I don't want to seem like a complete sellout fraud um, because I don't think the mid-length ever existed. I think it's a new, it, it's oh. a cover. It's a cover, but it's a, it's a modified cover. Right. So, so maybe it, maybe it's it's like it's the dread zeppelin of um, of surfboard equipment. Well, I don't know. I, I'm still not convinced. <laughs> I just think you have a red, you have a red well, one. Well, no, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, it's just too many other. I've got so many boards that I ride badly. I mean, why why expose myself on another surfcraft? I mean. You don't, you don't have to ride. You don't have to ride noon, mate. But I don't know. I think I think the mid length, like the relationship between the mid length and the mini male, to say you ride a mid length and not a mini male is just like saying you go to a burlesque show instead of going to see a stripper. Don't agree. No, I, I mean, would definitely. I'd see, I'm not sure which one I would prefer to go and see. Okay. Uh, you know, probably, um, just probably, the, probably the burlesque show. Yeah. How's this for a quote? This is Kant. Love a good Kant quote. Um, I love his Kant Kant do attitude. Um, do, do, if, you, do you think he do you think he said Kant Dewey's? <laughs> he must have. Uh, he said. Uh, even a man's exact imitation of the song of the nightingale displeases us 
when we discover that it's a mimicry and not the nightingale. Mm, that's it. I mean, Millie Vanilli. Ah, but see, Millie Vanilli is a different story. No, that's that's just see, miming. Because Mil no, and and they were so blatantly either bad or contrived that they were good. Mm. See, I think that's, I think that's a different. I think yeah. I think that when when you try to be artistic but you're fake, that's worse. Yeah, and they just they tried to be fake. That's right, and they, they, and they, they pulled they it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, when did album covers stop mattering to 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 the world? I suppose when they became CDs, that they just became too small. You yeah, think? Even as a CD, even as a CD, there was some sort of kind of aesthetic value, right? Yeah. I mean, and now it's just like, and now it's just nothing. It's just a big pile of fucking nothing. Uh, we no longer have this. I mean, you know, who looks at Spotify for images? Nobody, nobody looks on Spotify for images. It's it's all this kind of. Yeah. When was when was the last iconic album cover? Oof. That's a really good question. Like Adele, twenty three. Without a doubt. Yeah. Ed Sheeran fucking and his ginger face. Does he have an album cover? I'm not sure. No, I, I, I have. That's a very good question. Many years ago, for $2.99, I bought this album, Suicide by Suicide, because it said suicide on the cover and had a lot of blood, but also the back cover, the two men in the band, one Alan Vega and one Martin Rev. If you look at the picture of Alan Vega, it looks like he's looking into the gates of hell. Like, what is he looking at that is glaring back at him? I had to know. So what kind of style of surfing, you know, like, do, do, can you think of a surfer that embodies a type of music? You know, that kind of... That, that that covers that that um, genre. Oh, wow, that's a good question. That's a really good, really good question. Uh, it's a bit too general. I don't know. No, I don't think. No, I don't think it is. I mean, I, I would say that someone like Andy Irons embodies some sort of mm, new metal, Limp Biscuit. Have <laughs> you watched? Have you watched that? that the Woodstock. Yeah. yeah. Woodstock. No, yeah. no. Uh, um, uh, no. Oh, and Limp Biscuit, apparently. Man, everything. This is a good conversation. Limp Biscuit, their cover version of The Who's Behind Blue Eyes was voted in the top three worst covers of all time. Ah. Uh. I have to, I don't, oh, maybe I shouldn't listen to it. Apparently in this, in this one list of terrible covers, um, uh, Britney Spears had like three in the top 10. Oh. And I can't, I can't. Oops, I, I did she, it again. 
she did, and again, and again. I think, I think yeah. She, I think she covered like she covered like yesterday or something. Oh wow! Ow! Ouch! No, I, I think was it. I don't know if it was Brittany or uh, another one of her ilk who did John Lennon's Imagine. Oh, yeah. Which, which actually, I, I mean, personally, I find abhorrent as a song in itself. By the, the original, I hate. So a cover's just going to be really, really yeah. bad. Two things today. Um, this afternoon, I watched the second half of the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou. And throughout the film, they have Seal George um, covering Bowie songs in Portuguese. I mean, I'd love for him to make a surf movie. How good would that be? Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> just the gear. Can you imagine a Wes Anderson surfboard and, and just the, I don't know. <laughs> It'd be so cool. Oh. The wetsuits the wet would be amazing. Yeah. Um, mm. Just some awkward dude trying to paddle out. Supposedly, Cousteau and his cronies invented the idea of putting walkie-talkies into the helmet. We made ours with a special rabbit ear on the top so we could pipe in some music. Sally Forth and Tally Ho with director Wes Anderson, whose style is so specific, he's basically his own genre, featuring more symmetrical shots than you can shake an art department at more nostalgia than you can cram into a quirky indoor tent, and more whimsy than a love-struck Cub Scout dancing in his underwear to a lakeside record player. Do, do, you know the, do you know what the best cover song of all is? And it's not even a cover song. No. Undercover of the Night. It's by the Rolling Stones. Undercover, what I say. Undercover of the night. Oh. So who, who's who's um who's the original? No, there's no original. I just it just has the word cover in it. Oh, I see. I am a little bit slow on the uptake there. How about we haven't spoken about board covers? Yeah, I did. I I, I tried to think about that because apart from the, the 
Apart from the board sock. The stripy Terry Towning board sock. Which is pretty cool. I've actually found one just stashed up in my wardrobe somewhere. It's like, wow. They've, they've even got a certain kind of smell to them, like aging wax and I don't know. Um, but how's this? Do you have a, are you a board cover in the car kind of guy? Or, or do you, mm. I mean, do you keep your boards in board covers as a rule? See, I've got, I, I have a number of boards in covers, but all the covers' zips have broken. Yeah. So now they're kind of, the, the tails hang out the back and mm. it's like, is it worth actually putting them in the cover? And then, and I've got all these old board covers and they were built for boards that were thin and now ah. I, have to kind of, I have to kind of force the covers onto yeah, these boards. Yeah, you, you get that thing where you've got yeah. to put your foot on the nose bit to get them out uh, and... Yeah, do you do you have a system? Because I, I I hate board covers that you can't tell the top or the bottom. They're the same. Yeah. And, and do you have a system for the wax? Because you get wax on the wrong side, and it's a nightmare. I put an X in permanent marker on the on the top. X for X. X for wax. <laughs> X for wax. That's it. <laughs> um. um yeah, but apart from apart from that, board covers are pretty boring, aren't they? Well, there's the hipster kind of quilty style ones, which I uh... I've got. I must I must totally disagree with myself as usual. Um, <laughs> I I went surfing with a good 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 mate of the show, uh, Andrej from mm-hmm. uh, uh, from up there in the in the northern parts of Europe. Yeah. And he had this he had this most incredible board cover which was red on one side and yellow on the other it looked like a jester's hat, a court jester's hat. oh yeah that's good and it was handmade and I'm like mate where's that where'd you get that and his ex-wife made it for him oh. and um, I, I said oh did you make did she make any others for you and he said no because as soon as she found out what surfing was all about and how much I liked it, um, she was never ever going to make me. <laughs> wow! So he's that, you know, that really corny joke. You know, my wife said, "It's either me or surfing. I'm really going to miss her," kind of thing. Exactly. He's he's that. Wow! Mm-hmm. So she realised making the board cover was. Oh my god! Like so. It, oh. <laughs> But it, I mean, I don't know if I said this, but it, it is his ex-wife. So yeah, um, yeah, and I, and I did say that you know he's, he has a lovely daughter um, uh, out of that relationship, and I, I did say oh. well, at least you got some, at least you got something else positive out of your relationship apart from your daughter. Board it's cover, amazing, amazing board cover. We, we should all ask our nearest and dearest to make us a board cover. Mm. I don't know. That's the test, isn't it? Shall we yeah. finish on that note? It's quite a, I think, I think, I think quite a sobering note. It is um, a sobering note. Maybe, maybe we should um, we should come back and uh, uh, get our listeners to um, to tell us whether or not they've uh, been able to get their get their spouse or their uh, their loved one to um, sort them out a board cover. Yeah, um, just trying to think. Um, yeah, 
Um, okay. we could we could do a very very quick um, quiz. Oh, okay. All right, I'm going to ask you some. Who covered? Who was the original to the Pogues' dirty old town? Oh, some Irish dude. Uh, yeah, I also don't. I also don't know. This is homework for the listeners. Uh, the Fuji's killing me softly. Um, what was it? It was a woman, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, this is homework. This is homework for our listeners. Soft sell, tainted love. Don't know. These are all too hard. Me neither. Okay. Me neither. Uh, well, this one you'll get. Sinead O'Connor's nothing compares to you. Aha, uh-huh, that was um, Prince. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> and Adele, make you feel my love. Oh, God. I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't even know. I don't know the, the <laughs> cover nor nor the original. Uh, I love how you ask him questions you don't know the answer to. It's so good. Um, what about um, this one, Nirvana? Nirvana, the man who sold the world. Oh, that's a good one. That's Bowie. Oh, of course it is. Of course it is. Apparently, yeah. And this one, this one, because I sent this to our music group just the other day, and I never realised this until today. Led Zeppelin, when the levee breaks. Oh, it's a cover. Who did? Is it Dylan? I'm going to say Dylan, but I also don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw my uh, Insta post of. Um, oh, we've got. Oh, we've only got a minute to go. Um, <laughs> William Shatner doing um, Rocket yes. Man. Yeah, he also he also does a great a great uh, common people pulp. Probably, I think that's going to be my. I think we should. Leave, I think we should definitely finish off with William Shatner because um, I've yeah. got maximum respect for, for the Shat. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St Martin's College. That's where I caught her eye. She told me that her dad was loaded. I said, in that case, I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. And in 30 seconds time, she said, I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do. I want to sleep with common people. I want to sleep with common people like you. Well, what else could I do? I said, I'll see what I can do. took her to a supermarket. I don't know why, but I had to start it somewhere. So it started there. I said, pretend you've got no money. She just laughed and said, oh, you're so funny. I said, yeah? Well, I can't see anyone else smiling in here. Are you sure? You want to live like common people? You want to see whatever common people see? You want to sleep with common people? You want to sleep with common people like me? But she didn't understand. She just smiled and held my hand. Went to flat above a shop. Cut your hair and get a job. Smoke some flats and play some pool. Pretend you never went to school. But still you'll never get it right. When you're lying in bed at night. Watching roaches climb the wall. If you called your dad, he could stop it all here. You'll never live like common people. You'll 
never do whatever common people do. You'll never fail like common people. You'll never watch your life slide out of you and dance and drink and screw. Cause there's nothing, Cause there's else, nothing to do. else to do. Nothing else to do. 